Molly McButter. friends, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And And we're we're the the Friends Who Feast. On today's episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to open up our hearts and into our pantry doors. I want to say cupboards, but that sounds really old, doesn't it? We had a little bit of debate about what to use uh, before we recorded this. So can I start off this conversation by asking you, what qualifies as a pantry? Because when I think of a pantry, I think of like a pantry of my dreams, like a walk-in type of closet situation. But some people, and by some people, I mean myself, it's literally just like a few shelves like in in your cupboard, in your pantry, right? Your cabinet doors. Yeah, no, I just literally have two cabinets that are all my like dry foods. So that to me, I guess is my pantry. I just call them my food cabinets. Yeah, I also have a cabinet, but it's taller. It's about, I want to say maybe five and a half feet tall. Like four or five shelves. Four or five shells, yeah. very deep. So I really, I, I lose everything in the back. Like 80% of the time, if I'm pulling something from the back, it's like I forgot about it. I bought extra because I didn't know I had it or it's expired. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like I had a bigger pantry in my apartment because it was actually like a pull-out door. The way it was just structured was just a better layout altogether. Uh, I feel like the bigger the pantry, the more likely I'm going to just have a lot of food waste. But that's the thing. It's like, even though these are supposed to be shelf-stable food, I still have a bad, I don't want to say habit, but I still find food waste getting even into the pantry. The fridge is another story, but... Oh, well, even with my two small cabinets, um, I cleaned out both of them recently. Yeah, Um, I was proud of you. I even offered you two cans of enchilada sauce. And then after I offered them to you, I realized they were like a year expired. I was so excited because I opened up your message and you had these two cans of gelato sauce and it said like mild or spicy on it. And you said, do you want these? And right before I could even text you, yes, you said, oh, never mind. They're expired. (laughs) You know, it's kind of frustrating. So what are some things that you find yourself always using that would not contribute to this food waste? Because there are some items in my mind, I'm like, okay. I'm hardly going to use it. The chances of me using it all before it expires are very slim. But I have things like one of my pantry staples is any type of canned tomato product, a fire roasted diced tomato, a tomato paste, tomato sauce, and I'd even throw like a pasta sauce in there, even though I can make my own pasta sauce with those things. I just think it's easier to have like multiple canned pasta sauces at the ready. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I use a lot of diced tomatoes. Um, and various things. A lot of the time I'm using it for my chili. And I think about like the kidney beans, those cans mm-hmm. of the kid, the light red, the dark red, that kind of stuff. So 100%. But then on the topic of the pasta sauce too, we talked about in our, you know, I love talking saucy with you episode. Um, I really like the Meyer brand, garlic and herb or again, I don't know what it's called, but it's garlic something. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I have like, always have like, 
three or four jars of that pasta sauce on hand too because I use it so much. I was short one because I gave a jar to you and let's not talk about how you didn't like it, but it was um, okay. mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so anything like tomato based like that or like the beans, black beans, the same thing. Like I use that in a lot of different stuff. So um, those are constantly getting rotated out. I would never let those go expired. I'm the same way with the beans. I always like to have, you know, the black beans, either whole black beans or refried black beans. The kidney, the light, the red, like same reasons that you have for the chili, soups, anything. But I also have breadcrumbs, like panko breadcrumbs and regular breadcrumbs. I don't really bother with Italian breadcrumbs because I can kind of like, did I say breadcrumbs? <laughs> you did. Sorry. Well, you know what I mean. So yeah, breadcrumbs are a big go-to. And some people, do you ever make your own, by the way, when you have bread? That, I mean, speaking of stuff that goes to waste, bread in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the amount of times that I buy a loaf of bread. I'm like, I'm really craving some PB&Js. And I'll make one or two when the whole loaf just goes bad. No, I'm the same way. Uh, bread, milk, and eggs. I don't know what it is, but I think I just grew up that way thinking like you just have to have bread, milk, and eggs on hand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always buying that stuff. And then a full loaf of bread goes to waste because I might make a couple pieces of toast with some fried eggs or something yeah, or some like scrambled eggs with a, you know, a piece of toast with some jelly or something on it. I'm not using the whole thing or I might get a craving for like, Oh, I really want BLTs or something like that. And I just don't use it. So I started buying the half loaves, which I feel like are more expensive and it's like, I'm paying more money for less and then I'm still letting it go to waste. So I just buy the whole thing. Same thing with milk. I used to buy, you know, the gallon milks, but now I, I try to buy like the, the smallest one you can get. Like I don't, I don't even know how much it's not the half gallon, but it's probably like a quarter gallon or something like that. Half gallon. No, not the half gallon. The smaller, the smaller. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, you're talking like a little bit bigger than like the school milk cartons you would get the chocolate milk, like bigger than that. So like half the size of a half gallon. So a quarter gallon. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I was thinking like the paper cartons, and that's why I oh, just no, got no. confused. Sorry, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't know why they put that in our heads too. Because whenever there's a big snowstorm, it's always people with bread, milk, and eggs in their cart. And eggs in my house. When I'm in a mood, I can literally have like two to three eggs for breakfast every day. But some, I'm not a big breakfast person at home. Neither. So like you, it's like oh, I'll use it in recipes. Or if I'm, you know, baking or something like that. But I feel like I always have eggs. And eggs are getting you know, expensive now, too. It's an expensive thing to let go to waste. Now, I know you and I have a sweet spot for the Campbell's cream of soups, like the cream of chicken, the cream of mushroom. And they have, I didn't realize how many they had on the shelves. They have like There's the cream so of cheddar many. cheese kind and all that. It's, cream of celery. Uh, like there, There's everything you can think of. I either have cream of chicken or the cream of mushroom or the mix of two. Once in a while, I get the condensed French onion. That's nice if you're kind of making something a little brothy or like a chicken dish. And I don't know about you, but it has to be Campbell's for me. Part of me feels like it's because it's been instilled with holiday time and that green bean casserole. Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. Can't you know? It's just that. And French is French onions. We had that conversation about the Mm -hmm. off brands. Yeah, and I really feel like that's just like what they forced on our throats. 
So you grow up thinking, well, I'm baking, I'm cooking, like I need to use the Campbell's brand. And it's always around. Once in a while during the holidays, you may have trouble finding a certain kind you're looking for, but those shelves are always stocked at the grocery store. And something about that label is just so like nostalgic. It's like, I want a part of that in my in my cabinet, in my cupboard. <laughs> now, do you have anything on your list that you want to add? Because I want to see if we're on the same page with certain things. I have a couple other things that I wanted to mention, but they're more like my spice cabinet or things that okay. um, I've bought that I it was telling, like we were just talking about like things going expired. When I was cleaning out my cabinets, like I mentioned, I found five bottles of Thousand Island dressing, the Wishbone brand, because you know I love that Wishbone. Yes. Um, and because I love making taco salads. Another reason why I have like the black beans and stuff like that. You know, the, the taco salad I'm talking about with like the ground beef or turkey and like the crushed up Doritos, cheese, mm-hmm. onion, like that kind of stuff. Um, the white person taco salad. <laughs> yes. Um, most people use like Catalina or French dressing. I do. I, I, I do. love it with Thousand Island dressing, specifically Okay, the Wishbone brand. For whatever reason, I just block out the memory of buying these bottles of Thousand Island. And I'll buy like three before I make my next taco salad. And I'll use one. They get pushed in the back of the cabinet. So I don't even see the other ones. I just see the closest one. And I ended up with five of them and none of them are expired. So (laughs) it should tell you something. Um, So it's like stuff like that. I'm just constantly just buying without even thinking about it. And I need to stop doing it. But um, I, I, the only other thing that, and and I want to still talk about the spice cabinet here in a minute, but I guess the only other thing that I really use consistently is like the Nor rice sides and like the rice aronis and like the the pasta sides stuff like that. I probably have, I mean, at least a dozen of those packets in my pantry at any given time. They're easy to make with just like a chicken dinner or just like whatever. I also buy a couple of those every time I go grocery shopping. Rotate those through dinners. They're just easy to throw together. Now to piggyback off your Nor rice sides, your pasta salads, the suddenly pasta. Or suddenly salad boxes, or is that what you're referring Not to? Not so much those. I mean, like the, you know how like Nora has like the the rice, so like the creamy chicken and these and that, yes. but they have the pasta sides too. Oh, I didn't know. I, didn't I don't pasta. know why I said pasta like that. So I have similar thing with the Idaho and potato pouches, the ones that used oh, to be yeah, 99 yeah, yeah. cents. They're up in price a little more, but they have so many flavors and I love it's like a cheddar cheese bacon one. It's so good. It's changed my life. But that's how I'm with those. Like I'll always just grab some just to have some in the cabinet and I won't even use them. They're always just there. And how are you with oatmeal? Because I always have like a box of oatmeal in my cabinet and it takes me forever to eat it. I had the two same oatmeal packets, packets, not even boxes, just floating in my cabinet for the past two years. And I cannot bring myself to throw them away just in case one day I really want to you know, have a craving for oatmeal. Is something wrong with me? Or are you no, like this too? We are so much alike. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I started laughing because it's like every six months I get on this, like, I'm going to be healthy. Remember when I was doing those overnight oats and I'm like, I think this is the thing. I found this and it's going to yeah. work for me. I love these. I made two of them and the oats are still in the canister on my counter rotting away. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I'll buy like the box of like the variety pack of like the apple cinnamon or the strawberries and cream and like all those in there. And I'll eat maybe one of them and they just sit there. And mm-hmm. then I end up throwing them away because they expire. 
and they don't expire right away. So they're just sitting up there forever until I finally throw them away. But it's the same thing. It's like, well, even when they're still good, I'm like, well, I don't want to throw them away. I know I'm not going to eat these, but just in case I, I do one morning and then I throw them away. And then like the next week, like I want to be healthy. So I buy more. Yeah. It's like, what if the apocalypse happens or something? I need to take this back of oatmeal with me, like on the road, you know, that's how I feel. Um, so you mentioned like the cream of oatmeals. Are you like the cream of peaches, cream of strawberry, yeah. cream of banana type? Me too. I'm a cream of girl. I'm a creamy girl. And I feel like no one else in my household, like even when I was younger to now, likes the cream of oatmeals. I don't like the taste of oats. So the more you can cover that up with something like creamy or like the fruitiness. Yeah. 100%. Like I like the basic like apple cinnamons and stuff like that but yeah those creamy ones are usually the ones that if there's like a variety pack i'm going for Mm -hmm. those and the same way oh i knew it so just one more thing in the pantry i want to talk about how many boxes of pasta do you have right now can you like think on top of your head i have a box of lasagna um i have some uh, two boxes of mini penne four different kinds of spaghetti um i have some elbow macaroni I'll buy two, three boxes thinking like, I'm going to use this for a mac and cheese and I end up only using one. I am also the same way. Go figure when it comes to estimating for like dinner and pasta. I'm like, well, if I want to eat two meals tonight and then we want two to three leftovers, I need to make um, the whole box. And then I just have so much pasta and not enough sauce and it's just end up throwing away the pasta. So it's either cooked and thrown away or I you know I just forget about it, but I usually have a, a few different kinds of pasta in my pantry as well. But I'll tell you, the thin spaghetti has changed my life. I used to think thin spaghetti was just angel hair, but it's not. Have you ever I mean, had a thin spaghetti? I mean, it's really all the same thing, isn't it? The texture is like a, a texture difference. Have you ever had a thin spaghetti? I have, but it's Oh, you don't. It's care. not Never as mind. long. No, 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 no. It's not as long as angel hair, but it's it's pretty much the same, like quality and texture, right? Yeah, it all ta- it all tastes the same, but it's just I guess the way the different pastas hold the sauce that makes a difference. So I always have a rotini because mm-hmm. I like the spirals. I have a penne as well because the sauce really gets in the tube. The mastacholis and like stuff like that. Not the mastacholi so much because I usually just have the penne if I want like a round okay. tubular noodle. Isn't penne what you use for masticholi? No, there's actual masticholi noodles, I think, that are just okay. round. And the penne is a little bit more in an angle with grooves in it sometimes to hold the sauce. Who came up with all this? Uh, I think the Italians. Because <laughs> literally <laughs> when I make masticholi, I literally just buy penne noodles. Like I didn't know there are masticholi noodles. Yeah, they're I've actual masticholi noodles. I've been doing it wrong this whole time, I guess. They kind of look like penne noodles, so I mean, I don't blame you, but I only know that because my aunt, um, my aunt Yolanda, used to always make like um, a baked ziti, and I'm pretty sure she used masticholi noodles, unless there's ziti noodles, and now I don't know what I'm right. talking about. Right, I was just, I was actually just going to say, I think there are ziti noodles. Oh my God, there are ziti noodles. So, wow, my mind has been blown. Maybe she uses ziti noodles and not masticholi noodles. Okay. But anyway, elbow macaroni. I only usually buy it when I'm making like a big pasta, um, like mac and cheese uh, for a potluck or a barbecue or like a bacon ranch pasta salad. I use them for goulash too. That's the only other addition. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I've made goulash one or two times. I also used an olive macaroni. Say that again. Goulash. You said it like with a little little something there. Oh, I think that's something which is too much spit in my mouth. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm excited to hear about your spice cabinet adventure. So I'm going to describe some of my staples and I want you to tell me, well, I mean, you know me, so, but what does it say about me as a person? So, um, when I just did my purge of my kitchen, um, I threw away probably three fourths of my spice cabinet because there was stuff in there from like 2009 that I was still using. Remember I told you that I was using that season salt and it yes. literally expired like 12 years ago. I feel like that's everyone with a seasoning, a Lowry season salt. like, <laughs> And it just never gets any lower. It's just some weird like black hole of season salt. <laughs> um, but I have to have a Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning. I have to have a garlic powder. I have to have my chili powders. Um, and then I've been really trying not to use salt. So I use a lot of like these salt-free like table seasonings. Like Mrs. Dash has a couple of them that I really like. And then back to the Nor, you know how like when you make one of those rices and you get that little packet of like the powder or like you make ramen noodles and you get the little packet of like chicken flavored powder. Basically, they make little things of that stuff. And so even when I make those rice packets, I add a little bit more because I like my little extra flavor. Yeah. So I did. They Those are pretty new. I mean, I've only seen them for about like the last year. But Nor makes those, and they also have a um, salt-free garlic one as well that I use in some certain things instead of like a garlic powder. And then another staple, actually, this isn't so much my spice cabinet, but it's um, in my fridge. Like a, they also make like a chicken, a concentrated chicken broth um, that I yes. use as well. That that's becoming very popular now, and I really like their brand. It has a really good flavor. You only need a little bit. Um, and it goes a long way. So those are kind of like my, like, I, I have a lot of different things in there. Like I have my Italian seasonings. I have my slap your mama. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. been kind of hooked on that since we've talked about that. And when I made your aunt's uh, baked beans, I bought that stuff to use. And I use it for a bunch of other stuff too. Um, And then I have like, I finally got on this train of actually buying like the um old El Paso, like container of taco seasoning rather than just buying the packets every single time and i've saved so much money doing that so i imagine uh, that in there and so yeah i have a lot of other stuff but like those are my go-tos that i'll just always have like if you walk into my house today and then walk into my house a year from now might not be the same bottle which in in my case it actually probably will um but those are the things that you're going to see in my spice cabinet yeah, you know, I think that's a pretty standard list. I think if you go into like any household in the US, you're going to find pretty much almost all those things you mentioned. The Mrs. Dash made me laugh because growing up, when I was in my Salisbury steak girl era. Um, <laughs> How old were you in this era? Nine. Okay. So it's right, it's right along there with our uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut and buffet. Yes. <laughs> I remember uh, my mom, uh, my stepdad now, but you know, her boyfriend then were like on this health kick and no butter. You could only buy country crock because butter was bad, but use whatever this is on your white bread. So whatever reason, like, like I would still eat like two pieces of white bread with my dinner and just slather all that on. So whatever. But they were on this health kick and they were always big on the Mrs. Dash because I feel like if there was a big portion of the time, 
chicken, chicken, chicken for dinner with like steamed veggies. And they would just slather that Mrs. Dash on there. Have you ever heard of Molly McButter? Molly McButter? Yes. Mm, I don't think I have, no. Okay, so it's like a powdered butter substitute. And I can still like taste it in my mouth now. I have not seen a bottle since I was about nine, ten years old. But um, yeah, it's... I can't can't even explain the taste to you. If anyone listening has tasted this, I feel like they know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like a fake artificial butter. You just it's fat free, of course. And you said it's a powder. You, it's a powder, and you just like sprinkle on it, like on whatever you want. You want some powdered butter on your vegetables before you put this country crack on it. Here you go. So that was. So, <laughs> All that to say is I do not have Molly McButter in my house, but I do have Mrs. Dash. And it's just so funny because like that is their big selling point, isn't it? Salt-free. Uh, it's called like a table blend that's salt-free. Yes. And then it's I have like classic. this like garlic and herb one. And I think I have a third one in there. I don't know, but um, they're all salt-free. So I think that they are pretty popular. Um, I have a grilling one. It's in a blue, like a light blue bottle. I'm just trying to look it up. Oh, it's a garlic and herb never mind so i also do have a garlic and herb and um i also have like a grilling one too and i don't remember what it's called at the top of my head but yeah you know what i have the craving now for just a mrs dash original blend i'm gonna see what's in it because i have a feeling i cook with these things anyway unless it's like a secret recipe that i have oh no here it is can you guess four spices that are in this mrs dash original blend red pepper flakes Hold on, let me pull it up. I lost it. Oh. You said red pepper flakes? I did. No, you're wrong. Oh. You're wrong. Parsley. Yes. Oregano. Yes. Black pepper. <sighs> yeah. And I'm going to say some kind of like like a bell pepper of some sort. Close enough. There's a cayenne pepper. Can you guess how many spices are in this? 26. Oh, 19. <laughs> oh, I was almost going to say like 17, so damn it. <laughs> No, no, you're good. Yeah, a lot more than I thought. One of them being carrot and un, um, orange peel. I wouldn't think orange peel. Which is a nice peel, combination. But, yeah. Do you have any lemon pepper in your cabinet? I do. I never use it. Okay, I do not have any. And I have a theory on lemon pepper people, and I don't know, I may offend some people, but my thoughts on lemon pepper people <laughs> are, if you have it, you either don't like don't know how to cook like at all or season stuff and you think lemon pepper is like the only seasoning like you need to use or if you do have it and you know how to use it baby you know how to use it like you know how to like put a little extra in there to really take your dish to the next level but i feel like there's no in between what if you're somebody that has it but doesn't use it you're an outlier i don't really okay. um you know include you in the conversation <laughs> okay that's how I kind of feel about onion powder. I use it all the time. I use it all the time. Yeah, because it's like that thing that's like, um, I saw something. I don't know if it was like an episode of like Master Chef or something like that, um, where Gordon Ramsay was like, what is it with people and onion powder? That's just oh, what I always think of when I see onion powder. But I use it too. I don't even know why I use, I use it. it. I don't even know if it actually gives it anything. I feel like I overpower it by using the garlic powder my staples like my go-to if i could have like a danny's house blend for seasoning put my face on a package and sell it 
it would be garlic powder, onion powder, oregano, paprika, and salt. And those are like such basic spices in my opinion, but I feel like people do not use them enough the right way. Let me ask you this. We talked a little bit about salt. Are you somebody that uses the pink Himalayan salts? Are you on that train? Or are you using just like the white table salt, kosher salt, that kind, or maybe even like a salt substitute or something like that? You know, lately I've been on the pink Himalayan train only because I just buy the, the grinders at, um, you know, Sam's Club. Do I you think the know. ones that are already ground, like the Morton pink Himalayan salt is actually really pink? Like, I mean, it's it's super popular. They're going to run out at some point, right? Like all these mountains are going to get chalked into. Like, I don't, I feel like it's one of those things where it's not actually pink Himalayan salt, but like the grinders, you can actually see that it is. So I buy those, but I don't buy the other ones yes. that are already coarse because I don't think it's actually what that is. I also buy the grinder, but the thing with the grinder that makes it hard when you're cooking is that when you're following a recipe and it calls for half a teaspoon of salt, it's different when you're using a grinder versus like the pourable kind. And that's something I need a little bit of a balance on, which is why I usually undersalt than over. So I think it's good to measure once in a while to kind of like know the power of your pinch, pitch and throw thing, whatever technique you have. <laughs> so you season things by like sticking your fingers into the jar and then pinching it? No, I don't stick my fingers in any jar. Like, Depending on the spice, I'll put it in the palm of my hand. Oh. I kind of get like an eyeball of it and then and just kind of like throw it in. Hand. I wash my hands all the time. I don't don't even start. I'm a shaker. I, if it doesn't shake, I don't use it. No, I'm also a shaker, but I shake it in my hand. For what purpose? I just kind of like throw it. Like that guy that does the little thing. No, I don't arm. do that. I mean, it's just more me turning my hand palm over and just, you know, I guess um like a claw machine thing. My hand just opens up and all like the spices fall down. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, one of my best Christmas presents I've received was um, a spice cabinet, like the jars and make your own labels. It was a game changer because I had so many different spice jars and different shapes and sizes. It was taking up so much space in my um, limited area I had for the spices. So that is something where I get such a joy of refilling my spice jars because I feel like it's a job well done. I didn't get anything to waste. Um, how are you on bay leaves? Do you own any bay leaves? I don't. The only time I ever use them, I'll buy them. I, I don't even want to say fresh, but you know how it's like they're cut already washed in like the like the little plastic like sleeve carton thing. I'll yes. buy like those types of things from the grocery store like when I need like fresh parsley even and stuff like that. I'm really not the type of person that like chops up my own stuff or, you know, buys a stem of this and picks it off. Like I don't do that stuff like that. I mean, I do have my parsley, my oregano, my Italian seasonings, but if I'm like really making like something like from the heart, I'll buy kind of like that in the middle, okay. like, like a little bit fresher. I'm both like I'll buy the fresh herbs, but I always have dried oregano. I don't have parsley dried, surprisingly. That's something I just don't have. Um, do you have some time? I, no, I don't. I have Italian seasoning and Greek seasoning and dried oregano. Greek seasoning? That, yeah, I like the Greek seasoning. Um, what's that? I don't know what's in it, but it's like when I make my certain dishes or stuff, I like a Greek seasoning. Oh, okay. Like for chicken thighs. I love it with some um, lemon juice and some garlic. Okay. Very good with that. Um, but you know, I have my chili powder. 
I don't think I make chilies as much as you do. I feel like you're eating chili every other week. Not every other week, but I probably make a pot of chili like once every month, month and a half. Okay. So I'm usually eating a bowl of chili a day, like every, no, I'm usually eating like a bowl of chili every like five or six weeks. <laughs> you said a bowl of chili a day. Yeah. Just stick my little, you know, ladle in there, get myself a bowl. <laughs> I want to get away from this topic. How are you on baking spices? I'm the type of person where I always forget if I have baking soda or baking powder. Um, I never have pumpkin spice spice when I need it. And if I do get something special like a holiday type spice, like a nutmeg, I never use it. And by the time I do use it, it's all clumpy and hard. I don't bake a lot. I love to cook, but I'm not a baker. And so when I do buy those things, I'll use it for that one thing I'm making and then it'll sit up there. I threw just about all of my baking spices away. I think I had one thing of cinnamon that was still good, but I threw everything else away. The nutmegs, the, all that kind of stuff. Um, and even like brown sugar, brown sugar doesn't last very long before it gets really hard and then be done. Same thing on like the baking soda, baking powder. I don't really use them super often. I can't even really even tell you the difference. I don't know. I just really don't bake. So all that stuff goes bad and I end up just throwing it away. So, no. And growing up, I wanted to bake all the time. I told myself, I'm going to be the person who has vanilla and this spice. And I'm always going to have a bag of chocolate chips just in case I want to make my own chocolate chip cookies. I don't think I've ever made homemade chocolate chip cookies. I'm like, just give me that refrigerated cookie dough. I don't even bother with like mixing stuff anymore and like adding the liquids to it. So I am like you, like I'll buy it for certain things, make it once and like never touch it again. Then I get pissed because when I find a recipe or I do want to make it, I'm like, oh yeah, I have brown sugar and it's hard as a rock. And I know you can chisel away at it and like really bang away, but I don't know. It's just, it's just not the same, but there are some people who just have like tons and they have coconut flakes and almond flour and this and this and this. And I wonder like, how it must feel to be them, like on a whim, just make anything they want. Yeah, my old roommate loved to bake and it would drive me nuts because every time she got an idea in her head, like, oh, I'm going to make a banana bread. And so she goes to the grocery store and buys everything she needs for banana bread. I'm talking like the baking spray, everything. And now we have three things of baking spray. And we have three things of this and three things of baking powder. And it's like, what are you doing? And I remember like one time I didn't say anything to her, but like I pulled everything out of the cabinet to count how many of everything we have. Now, I'm not trying to sound judgy because I literally just told you a few minutes ago, I have like five things of Thousand Island dressing. But I, I mean, say yes. with her, it was bad. So literally like you in the Thousand Island dressing. But much worse maybe she forgot you know what happens um, sorry can i can i kind of go back to a pantry staple how do you feel about the craft macaroni and cheese boxes versus Velveeta shells in liquid gold sauce? I, I love me some Velveeta and shells oh so good i'm not a big craft mac and cheese person um to me a great value brand from Walmart is just as good as a craft. Very, very rarely am I ever buying like box mac and cheese though. I just don't really eat it like on the side or just even as like a meal or anything. I used to all the time as a kid. 
I feel like we had the opposite experience. So when my mom and I were in our own house and I remember she had a Sam's Club membership, some pantry staples we had, and she didn't talk about someone not cooking. She did not cook. But the only two pantry sides we always had in our pantry, I mean, like you open two doors and all that would be in one door would be the Sam's Club box of Velveeta shells and cheese. And you open up the other pantry door and it'd be boxes of stovetop. And it's funny because I think I just got so burnt out on eating that almost every other night that as an adult, I unless it's Thanksgiving or something, like I don't have stovetop in my house. I love stovetop. Oh, I love it too. I asked for it for um, my birthday one year <laughs> in high school. Stop. It was either you my birthday it. or Easter. Yeah, either my birthday or Easter basket. I think I asked for stovetop. Yeah, yeah. So chicken, turkey, cornbread. I think it was just the chicken flavor, whatever okay. you get at Sam's. Um, and then for my 21st birthday, I wanted pastaroni, and someone gave me like two huge gift bags full of pastaroni from Meyer. But um, it was. <laughs> I'm trying not to die laughing right now. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, laugh at it. But um, I'm a box mac and cheese person now. But I feel like I cheat because I doctor it up. I don't truly just eat it from the box. Do you put American cheese or shredded cheese in it? neither i put um a little bit of butter like extra butter i put a little bit of cream cheese in there yeah just a little bit just Mm. to add like a little bit of a creamy base to it and then um i usually just grate from the wedge parmesan cheese if it's like a white cheddar one or if it's like regular cheddar cheese i'll um like grate some cheddar cheese if i have that but usually it's just the cream cheese and butter is good enough to make it a little bit creamier The only thing I do to, I guess you can't even call it doctoring it up compared to what you do, but I put slices, I rip up slices of American cheese and then let that melt in and mix it together. So it's super, super cheesy. Um, If I do make a box mac and cheese, that's usually what I do. Okay. I wonder what would happen if you cut up cubes of Velveeta and put it in Kraft mac and cheese. Will it explode? Sounds so good. It does sound really good. (laughs) I had a burp. I'm sorry. So not so much pantry stuff, but can we talk about like just just a little bit into our like a fridge freezer? Um, yeah, I feel like I always have mixed vegetables. Yes, <laughs> I have freezer burnt <laughs> bags and bags and bags of mixed vegetables, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, corn, like peas, like uh, diced onions, like all that kind of stuff. Like I half my freezer is probably frozen vegetables and we've talked about this like off the podcast about, you know, just kind of like some of our habits with grocery shopping. And I think you and I both have just always kind of been bad at like fresh produce and I let it go bad. So I've really been trying to buy the frozen stuff and eat it with every meal. And I love me some non-starchy vegetables. I tell you all the time, like I'm constantly making corn or mixed vegetables with just about every meal. I've been really trying to focus on that. And it's just so easy. Just put like get a little saucepan with some corn or some mixed veggies, a little bit of garlic butter and just kind of mix that a little bit of Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning. A little bit of Molly McButter. I almost want to buy one for you so you can just taste like how artificial and gross it is. Um, But I'm with you with the frozen vegetables and I really slow down because... Much like your old roommate, 
I'm like, ah, do I have frozen broccoli? I don't think so. And I would buy two bags and have three in the back of the freezer and never use it. So what I started doing, and it's helped when I go to Costco or Sam's, I'll buy one huge bag of frozen broccoli or frozen green beans. And that is my vegetable until I'm done with that bag. Because you can doctor up stuff different ways, but it really forces me to eat it because I feel like the more variety I have with the frozen vegetables, the less likely I'll eat it because I'm like, oh, I'm saving this for next time and I don't eat it, but I'm forced to eat the green beans because I want to get to the carrots next or the broccoli. See, I'm the opposite. If I don't have a variety, I don't like to eat the same thing over and over and over again for like each and every single meal. Um, Mm -hmm. So if I'm eating green beans for every meal until that bag's gone, I'm eating green beans once and saying, I don't want green beans again. And then that bag will sit in there and go bad. (laughs) So I'm the opposite. It will go bad if I don't have variety because I don't want it again. I have to be able to switch that stuff out. You got to eat your vegetables. You got to eat your vegetables. I eat my corn. That's right. I'm not a frozen corn girly. I'm a canned corn. Oh, no. I love just some frozen corn in a saucepan, like I said, with some butter. Mm. I can't. I think I'm more of the, that's where we differ. But no, like, that's what I mean. Like, with the frozen vegetables, the more I have a little more variety, it's like, well, I'm not going to eat that tonight. I'll save that for next week. And I don't end up eating, like, no frozen vegetables with my stuff. You have any egos in your freezer at any given time? No, I'm not really a big like box breakfast food person. Every once okay. in a blue moon, I'll buy like those Jimmy Dean roll things, like the sausage and egg roll things. And throw Ugh, those in the air. Yeah. Have you tried them in the air fryer? No, I think I'm scarred from work. They used to sell those Jimmy Dean breakfast bowls and someone oh, someone no, close no, no, to no, us no, not those. would eat them and they'd be so gross to me. No, no, no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those little like biscuit rolls? <laughs> They're like no, little, like, they're the... like little biscuit logs, and and the inside okay. it's like cheese and egg and um like sausage. They have ham ones, and you just throw those suckers in the air fryer. They're so good, so good. Make one for me the next time I come over. Okay. Um, all this to say is that I, I finally just cracked open the second bag of. Egos that I bought from Costco. It came with like two bags inside, like decent sized bags. And I just opened one this morning because it's like it's taken up so much room in my freezer. And I have a small freezer. I feel like one of the reasons why I waste so much food for my household is because I have a side by side opening door freezer, like freezer fridge mm-hmm. combo. It's very small space. So I usually try to cram stuff in there to make space and I'd forget I have stuff. Or for example, on the fridge side, my veggie crisper is at the very bottom. I'm not bending over, searching through that a lot. I feel like if it was set up different and it had all the fruits and veggies like eye level and things organized in a better way, like I would not waste as much food. Now that's just me trying to justify buying a fridge in the near future. Your fridge does come with some benefits, though. I mean, I'm not trying to spoil your secrets, but you said you like to hide things in the veggie crisper because your <laughs> husband doesn't look in there. So if it's eye level, then he's going to he's gonna find your little secret stash of stuff. That is true. I've hidden many of many of cakes, many of takeout <laughs> containers, DoorDash containers, just right in that drawer. Thank you for <laughs> making me come to my senses. Um, but no, I'm the same way. Like, I don't have tons of breakfast food. I think I just have the Eggos and I have frozen hash browns from Trader Joe's. Those are some of my favorite hash browns. Just put those in the air fryer, put some fry seasoning on it. Baby. I've never, I've never been to a Trader Joe's. 
oh, I've only been maybe my whole life less than 10 times. So I'm not going to act like I'm some avid shopper. But part of the reason is because there's none by us. Yeah. Like if I'm not going to like a grocery store, I'm going to like Aldi or something like that. And Aldi does have some certain brands of like frozen stuff or like pantry items that I do like. You can buy spices there for 97 cents. You know where I do actually have quite a few spices from? Walmart. No, Dollar Tree. Have you oh, ever bought what? Their, yeah, it's like I don't it's like signature or some I don't know the name of the brand, no. but it's like, yeah, like the Dollar Tree brand of like certain spices or like any kind of pantry items, breadcrumbs maybe, or box mac and cheese. Would you ever buy that stuff from a dollar store? I don't know what it is, but probably not. Is it just that like assumption of like cheap, lower quality, like, yeah, the expiration date on there, like it's not obviously expired, but like there's something weird with it that it's like not the same. Okay. Does family dollar count? I'm going to say no. Because family dollar. I'm talking you're spending a dollar 25. Okay. Because I kind of feel the same way at family dollar. It's like when I see certain things there, Um, you know what? I, how do I explain this? It's not the bias of the dollar store. I feel like it would taste weird, just like the same way if I were to buy maple syrup for $7.99 at a 7-Eleven for some reason, I would feel like it would taste off. So I don't think it's, I think it's because it's not in its natural habitat <laughs> because I know in the next aisle I can buy some foot loofah things. Yeah. But you could do the same thing at a grocery store. Maybe I should give it a try. Maybe we should do a dollar store challenge in the future. We, we try to make a meal for like 10 bucks or something. Oh my gosh. That is such a good idea. Thank I you. I love that. Let's do it. I think that's like a good place to end it. So yeah. So listeners, like let us know, like what are some of your staples? Like what spices do you use most often? Um, are you an ego girl or guy? Do you know what I'm talking about with those Jimmy Dean biscuit roll-ups in the air fryer like let danielle know because i'm gonna make her one but yeah. yeah and if you've ever heard of like molly mcbutter please let me know because i feel like i'm going crazy I'm, I'm for sure it's like a real thing i've never like seen it in the store or anything i think you can i, I bet you it's in any store i bet you next time look. you go to meyer you should go and look don't act like it's an exotic thing like oh i think you can get it on amazon i think you can get it like at any store but I she's forgettable know. molly mcbutter sounds molly like a fat McButter. girl <laughs> Molly McButter. All right. Well, I think that's a. I, I think that's kind of our our spot to cut it. So, um, I'm getting a little tired tonight. <laughs> Danielle's dying laughing, so I'm just gonna uh, skip no, to. I'm the... laughing because, as a chubby girl myself, I'm allowed to say that. Okay, I don't want okay. people to think I'm mean. Okay. Um, yeah. So just like, let us know like what you think of all your staples. What, what do you think of our staples? Like, are we missing anything? Um, do we need to add anything kind of into our rotation um, of kind of our go-tos that we use in our pantry or freezer stuff like that? Spice cabinets. Uh, let us know. I could not have said that better myself. Well, until next time, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're the, friends, we're who the friends who feast. Bye, Bye guys. I like it. Sorry, the Molly McButter fat girl. <laughs>
I just wanted to say for the record that when I typed Molly McButter into Google, the first thing that popped up was for me to order it on Amazon. That's with anything. It's 2023. It's for anything. It is for anything. In, in your defense, the next thing was Walmart, but then the, the third one is eBay. I don't know if I would That's... trust buying Molly McButter fat-free sprinkles for $33.32 on eBay from Moira. Moira. Reminds me of like, uh, what's that show? Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah, can you saw? Can you imagine her doing a? You know how she does that wine commercial? Molly, Molly McButter. That was a horrible mo- Moira impersonation on my end. Mm. Molly McButter. No, cut that out, please. Don't don't play that. If you if you air that, I don't want to talk to you for a long time. 